Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey y'all, we're back. Another episode of Damsels in Detroit. This is episode 35, I believe. That's the number we're going with today. And I'm sitting here with Lauren Daniels. Hello. Hey. Um, so as always, going to read a little bit about Lauren, and then we're getting right into our questions. <clears throat> Lauren Daniels MBA is an entrepreneurial powerhouse that has quickly scaled her business and paving her own way in the process. Lauren is the owner of Sumptuous Spirits, a full-service bartending company that curates bar experiences for life celebrations, corporate and social professional events in Michigan and Illinois. Since launching in 2016, Sumptuous Spirits has grown to a team of 20-plus staff members curating bar experiences for Google, Ford, WeWork, Forbes 8, Fashion Nova, American Heart Association, Moose Jaw, and more. Lauren is a 2018 recipient of Walker's Legacy Detroit Power 15 and recognized as a millennial lifestyle's 30 under 40 to watch. Lauren is a proud HBCU graduate and member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, and she enjoys happy hours, traveling, and reading. Hello. Hello. That sounds kind of good when you hear somebody else. You know, (laughs) know, it's a little long, it's a little lengthy because you do so much, but I love it. (laughs) Thank you. You look very cute in your blue. Thank you. Yeah. Had to get comfy with the weather today. Listen, me and my leggings and comfy socks. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Are you ready for these questions? I am ready. All righty. So number one is what inspired you to start a mobile bartending service? So for me, the need was just based on the fact that people were asking me all the time to, you know, bartend for them. Mm-hmm. You know, in college, that was something I was known for. Okay. You know, you have the parties, you know, the sets, you know, you just make the drinks. Lauren was making the drinks. Mm-hmm. So when I moved back to Detroit, it was still happening. Um, and just seeing what's going on around me with Detroit and the growth there, you know, there's all these events, these launch parties, networking events. Mm-hmm. And obviously people needed, you know, the professional staff to handle it. So I started Sumptuous Spirits. Perfect. I like that you were the that you carried your uh, your title of the drink maker, yeah. <laughs> Post college, yeah. Because um, somebody has to do it, and like some of your friends, you know, you're just too heavy handed, or like you just don't know what to <laughs> what to put in your drink. So like, it's good to have that designated person. Yeah. Um, can you talk about the beginning stages of your business? So was it just you going out and setting up and doing everything yourself, or did you have like at least one or two people with you? So originally in the beginning stages when I was, you know, first trying to curate the business and getting things all together, it was just me. So, um, you know, trying to get it together. I went to bartending school. So um, growing up in the church, my dad's a pastor. So when I was telling him, hey, you know, for the next couple of weeks, I won't be in service. I'll Mm -hmm. be, you know, attending bartending school, you know, side eye. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But of course, you know, you see the vision before it actually happens. So went to bartending school, started the business. Um, started to recruit bartenders. So for our first few events, I did have a bar staff. But okay. now we've grown the team to about 20 plus staff. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're hiring, what are you looking for? Like what makes a good bartender? Personality is key. I always say we can teach you the skill sets of bartending. That's not hard. It's just being able to have uh, those social cues to kind of know how to act when, you know, of course, for those that are, you know, a bit more lively, you know, you can be a bit more, um, or converse a bit more with with the guests and mm-hmm. be more fun, but then you also have to realize when you're more of a professional setting where, okay. you know, it's a bit more formal. So people who have the personality to adapt to some of those events and, of course, smile and, you know, be happy, those are always the best bartenders. Mm-hmm. The skill sets we can teach you easy. It's always okay. about the personality. So you don't make people, like, fix me a drink and then see how they, like, 
put it together and then be like, mm, I don't know. Well, you know what? You can always teach somebody how to do that. Okay. You know, if you're like, if you're heavy handed, I can teach you not how to be okay. heavy handed. Um, but what I can't teach you is to, you know, not cuss somebody out True. if they talk to you the wrong way, True. you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That would be horrible. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we we were always known for having the very professional staff. So, professionalism yeah. is definitely key for us. I And I can definitely attest to that because I feel like every event that I've been to where you guys have been there is like, I already know what the situation is about to be. Yeah. Like, everybody's smiling. <laughs> and I've seen some people that I knew that, like, you have recruited. So I'm yeah, like, always absolutely. A good time. Yeah. Um, what was the first event that you did that made you think, like, okay, this can really be, like, a thing? Like, this is not just something I had in my mind where it was a cute idea at the time, but, like, now I can actually see how this can blossom. I think when I was getting reached out to by some of the various, like, uh, larger local Detroit companies, I'll never forget the time... Um, one of the businesses in Detroit, I guess I can say it was, um, Lord, what was the name of that business? Oh, Quicken. Mm-hmm. Quicken reached out to us and, you know, said they wanted us to do one of their larger events. Um, I just was like, you want us to do it? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, even when like Forbes, re- Forbes reached out recently to partner, yeah. you know, that was a big deal. Cause you, you know, you never know who's watching and right. how they're finding you. So mm-hmm. to just, you know, for you to even ask, it's like little old us, you want us to, you know, yeah. work with you? Like, that's great. So, um, so I'll say once we started to get some of the larger Detroit companies and even people who wanted to keep us on board, mm-hmm. you know, as a, as a contracted um, company. So Henry Ford, Moose Jaw, we work, we work with them constantly. So anytime you see them having events, it's our staff that mm-hmm. are there. Okay. So do you find too, like, that some of the opportunities have come because I know you're, like, pretty well connected in the city, but do you find that a nice amount come from, like, recommendations? Like, oh, so-and-so mentioned you, and, like, they told me I should reach out. Or is it kind of, like, out the blue? Like, dang, how did you even find my Instagram or email? Yeah, it's a mix of both. I feel like um, in Detroit specifically, Mm -hmm. it comes from recommendations. So, you know, we may do a corporate networking event and, you know, we'll get another company that will reach out and say, hey, such and such is an event planner Mm -hmm. at this business. And she said you would be great for our event. Um, Or if we're doing, you know... Uh, a, a panel discussion or a networking event, you know, with women in the city, other influencers, yeah. when they have their events, they'll say, hey, I saw you at, you know, the Lip Bars event. I want you to come do our event. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, you get some of those, but then you also get people, and I'm finding now with Chicago that people literally will, you know, search for us, find us, like our presentation and want to work with us. So you'll get some of those um, sporadic people that'll reach out just because they saw us and liked our, the way we presented ourselves. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Um, can you talk about the services you guys offer as well as the pricing? Because I know when I, I think, recommended you guys for the Eloquy Grand Opening. Yes. And you told me yeah. how much your prices were. I was like, that's all? Like, yeah. it was not. <laughs> I think just because I'm thinking of, like, alcohol and, like, all of this mm-hmm. stuff. And then you guys are literally, like, bringing everything. I thought yeah. in my mind, like, it was going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy price. And it yeah. wasn't. I was like, Okay. Yeah, no, I think we definitely have stayed competitive. Now, the price is definitely going up. Yeah, since I look right, because that was a couple <laughs> years ago. Um, but uh, I think, you know, staying competitive, you know, it has definitely, you know, worked for us because there are some larger uh, companies in the city that offer both, you know, 
beverage and food. Okay. And we have to make sure we're staying competitively priced to where okay. people will want to select us over some of the larger companies and want to work with a smaller bartending company. Right. Um, but for us, pricing starts, you know, as low as uh, $210 for a four hour event and change based on the need for, you know, bartenders or mm-hmm. how many hours. But it comes with, you know, everything you need in terms of the supply. So cups, right. napkins, straws, bartending tools, you know, alcohol. We do work with the vendor who can provide it to you, mm-hmm. ice and non-alcoholics as well. Okay. But, you know, we will have the staff for you. We'll have the supplies for you. If you want to use our vendor, great. If you want to supply it on your own, we can provide you with the shopping list mm-hmm. and you can go and get your own things. Mm-hmm. So I know you do like corporate um, events and like professional ones and stuff too. But what if somebody is just having like a birthday party? Oh, like absolutely. Next, okay, we're doing one tonight. We're oh. doing a big thirtieth. So Perfect. we we do we do the you know we do the the corporate, but we also do you know the fun, the weddings, mm-hmm. the birthday parties, the baby showers. We do those as well. Mm-hmm. My friend is getting married soon. Amara, knock knock. Just <laughs> let me know. No, I'm just playing. We're here if you need us. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as I mentioned when I read your bio, you have recently um, expanded to Illinois. Yes. So, first of all, congratulations. Thank I didn't you. know it was that recent because we were just talking um, mm-hmm. before we pressed record. And you said it was at the end of 2019? Yes. Yeah, so, we have a, we've had a presence there for a while, but we did okay. the official launch in October. Okay. So, some of our um, corporate partners that we work with on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. once we did grow to, uh, to Illinois, you know, we just carried the staff over and said, mm-hmm. hey, we're in Illinois now. Um, you know, we can continue to bartend your events there. So, we've been doing that. But okay. with our October launch, it was letting everyone know like right. hey we're here you know use us for your weddings use us for your you know networking events use us for your birthday parties whatever mm-hmm. so you know it's, it's been very successful since wonderful yes and is it your team that's here that's just traveling because i know it's not a super long drive or do you have like a team of bartenders out there that go to the different events yep so we have a management team and bar staff out in illinois who okay. work and do those events okay yeah super convenient very convenient. But it's, it's definitely different. I think they're definitely different in Chicago. So I'm okay. still learning the market a bit. Okay. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun being out there. Okay. Yeah. Different in what ways, would you say? I'd say the market is different. So the way you have to approach things okay. is a little bit different. Um, they're definitely more corporate-based in Illinois, whereas okay. Detroit, I feel like, is such a great entrepreneurial city. Yeah. And even going there and networking and getting to know people there, they always talk about, you know, the Detroit hustle mm-hmm. and how they feel that there's sometimes a glass ceiling in Illinois, whereas Detroit is just kind of like, you know, our world's our playground. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Because people, I feel like, sometimes seek out Chicago as a place to move if they want to. Oh, uh, maybe not. I won't say to start a business, but I do feel like sometimes people feel like to elevate themselves, they have to move. Like, that's one of the cities that they go to. I definitely think it depends on the industry, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, like I said, there's a, if you want to grow, like I said, in a corporate field, that's a perfect place to okay. go. So many businesses there, yeah. so many headquarters there. Um, you know, it's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in some industries, I think you can do well out there. But I think people in Detroit, you know, we are good with making it work with what we have. Right. You know, we don't necessarily need to, you know have like a Chicago LA vibe to yeah. feel like we can do well. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. Are there any other cities or like st- 
dates that you feel like you got your eye on that you like, that's what I want to go <laughs> with, where I want to go next? Yeah, actually Nashville. Okay. And Birmingham, Alabama. Okay. Yes, which, I, which you know, is kind of like random, but mm-hmm. I think what has worked for us is that we're in the emerging cities, okay. and that's where we're targeting. We're not targeting the New Yorks, the LA's, right. the Atlanta's. They have plenty of services out there. Yes. It's oversaturated. But in the cities that are growing or having a growing presence of, you know, the social professional demographic, mm-hmm. you know, they don't know they need us yet. So yeah. once we get in there, they're like, oh, yes, we got to have you for this and that. So mm-hmm. that's that's our goal. Um, and eventually we do want to franchise as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. That would be sweet. Yeah. So Nashville, I just recently learned, is a food city. Yes. And I had no idea because <laughs> yes. I just don't think of that. Like, I just... And I was like, oh, okay. So that would be nice, too, because then I could see easily how that would, like, pair together. Yes, and then you have, like, you know, a lot of the distilleries there, like Jack Daniels mm-hmm. and some of the other brands right. that, you know, are headquartered there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I love it. Um, My next question for you is now, you talked about you're up to about 20. Oh, no, actually, you already told me that, what you're looking for with bartenders. Um, why do you think drinks are important when it comes to having a successful event? I say having uh, drinks makes people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it just sets the tone for the event. You know, it doesn't make it so stiff. And one right. thing that I feel that, um, and why I like having sumptuous spirits so involved in various events is because I, I think it gives it a space, safe space for people to come and socialize and network and do different things. Yeah. So, you know, to be able to come and have a co- cocktail and laugh with maybe your boss who, you know, may seem tight in the office or, mm-hmm. you know, to actually, you know, be able to talk and network with somebody who you want to make a connection with or partner with in the future. And, right. you know, cocktails just give that environment, you yes, know? They do. Yeah. So when mixing the drinks or even coming up with the names for them, do you do... You do different ones, part depending on what the event is, right? Or do you guys have like some standard, like this is what we offer, like these are like our signatures? Oh no, we have a little bit of everything. Okay. So we do have some staples that we've created in house. That mm-hmm. you know, if you tell me you have an event, I say, you know what, we have this one cocktail. This might work for you, or mm-hmm. you know, depending on what's going on, we may uh, come up with other cocktails for you or a signature list. Um, or even some, you know, f- some, you know, favorites that we know might work for your event to say, hey, you know, this is your crowd. This might work for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is your favorite drink that you all have made? And tell us what's in it or like how to make it. Well, maybe we can't tell us how to make it. It's <laughs> a secret, but you can maybe tell us what's in it. Yeah, so me personally, anything with Hennessy is just amazing, you know, (laughs) so, you know, I'm a Hennessy girl, I love whiskey, Mm -hmm. so any of those, so one of my favorite I'll say is um, the pineapple whiskey, so it's just whiskey, pineapple juice, simple syrup, sweet and sour, um, garnished with the cherry, Mm -hmm. delicious, Okay, absolutely delicious, Um, and then one of the other favorites that we made for Bumble is called the Queen Bee, it's Mm -hmm. always a hit. Um, and that's with um, limoncello, vodka, lemonade, simple syrup, topped with champagne. Mm-hmm. Delicious. That's my vibe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, lemony with champagne. My favorite drink is a French 75. Oh, really? Would, yeah. Okay. I always feel like classy because they give it to you in a little champagne flute. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so you probably love a good brunch then. Yes. Yeah. I'm a brunch queen for yes. sure. <laughs> um, and wine. I feel like I love a good wine. wine. Yeah. I love a good Cabernet. Okay. Yes, that's my favorite. I love Riesling. Riesling. Okay. Yeah. You know, I feel like I'm trying to get into the ones that are not so sweet. I was just gonna oh. say this. Sounds like you like sweet drinks. I do. Um, 
but I can't do Moscato anymore. You know, I've grown. Oh yes, gross. please come on. No, Moscato. it makes my stomach hurt. You might as well drink a Capri Sun. Honestly, I think <laughs> I ordered. I went somewhere and I was like, they didn't have any Riesling, and I was like, I'm gonna just get. I'm going to just get some Moscato. And oh, I was like, no. actually, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't do this. It's like, it it, it does taste like a Capri Sun. It's like so sweet. Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so sweet. I can't do it. Mm-mm. Um, so you're at happy hour with your friends. What are you ordering? What am I ordering? Hmm. Probably a sidecar. Okay. Again, I'm a Hennessy girl, cognac girl. Mm-hmm. So probably a sidecar. Okay. Which has a uh, cognac. Um, lemon juice and triple sec. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but mostly alcohol. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay. So, knowing this, you can only drink one drink for the rest of your life. Oh. Is that what you're choosing? I, that's that's what I'm choosing because I know that I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna feel good right after, and okay. I'm gonna be fine. Okay. And it's always gonna be good. <laughs> okay. Do you have a favorite place that you like to go to for happy hour, or like a place where you feel like it's not? talked about but they have like amazing drinks so this place doesn't isn't necessarily known for their cocktails but i feel like it's not talked about enough is mm-hmm. the royce okay I yeah lo- oh my gosh love it they always have you know they're always able to you know recommend a good wine or mm-hmm. even a good cocktail to have the vibes are good yeah. you know the food is great so that's actually one of my favorites very chill sometimes i go there you know for happy hours sometimes i go there to work yeah so I love it there. I've only been there one time, and it, they I think they do, like, something every week. Mm-hmm. Is it, like, a tasting or something? Yeah, they do tasting. Right. They always have new wine. Mm-hmm. They can always tell you what's in season. I love it there. Yeah. Okay. I need to go back. I haven't been in a minute. I've been to... But I also like, too, that they had those cute little, like, cheese boards. Oh, yeah. Love, all, love it. Cheese. I love it so And much. I'm just curious. I know you're doing the interview. What would be your happy hour spot? What's your happy hour spot? Oh... That's a good question. I don't know. I'm so bad at because I just go home and I drink. You and see, that's me. That's what yeah. I, I'm thinking. You about to tell me something I don't know about? Right. I don't get out as much. No, <laughs> I'm like, I could go buy a drink somewhere, but I also have wine at home. Yeah, that's how I that, feel. Yeah, absolutely. And then I can take my pants off and have wine. Exactly. <laughs> In front of your television and pour as much as you want. Exactly. <laughs> like bottomless. Yeah. I have to think about that. I'll text you if I think of yeah, a place. Yes, please do. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. What is your least favorite drink or mixing combination? Um, Moscato. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> come on. <laughs> so um. I think the only thing I do not like a lot of times when I see some of the cocktails that are in some of these bars or that other people may make is just that once it's too juicy or has too many liqueurs in it, okay. it takes away from the taste of it, and all you're really getting is the sugar. Mm-hmm. It might be sweet, but you're not really getting the craftiness of a good cocktail when you mm-hmm. have too many juices, too many liqueurs. Um, I'll say that's what I don't like. Okay. Um, so, just, so just anything with just too much, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I, hmm, my least favorite drink. I'm not a Hennessy girl. I'm not. I'm sorry. I had some no, over the fine. summer, I and I was like... Whew. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did I hair buy in this? <laughs> it definitely does. I'm like, why did I buy this? Um, yeah. I guess like like I said, I'd rather have wine. I'm not really like a hard, hard, hard liquor gotcha. girl. Gotcha. Yeah. Especially in my old age. I feel like <laughs> whenever I drink too like anything crazy, I feel like I wake up the next day and I'm just like stuck. Yeah, <laughs> I no, understood. I can do um like I said, I can always do a good a good cognac. 
Um, but most of the time, and that's only socially. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm at home, I'm not pouring Hennessy. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm home, I'm always having a good glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, socially, like I said, Hennessy, um, whiskey. But one thing I cannot do is tequila. Okay. Yeah. It makes me cry. I feel oh, like I've gosh. said this before. <laughs> I like will never forget. It was like my 23rd or I think it was my 23rd birthday. And I just know... I was in tears oh at the end gosh. of the, and it, it wasn't like a, like I was sad. I was like being a dramatic friend, like I'm so happy, <laughs> and like all of my like best friends were there. And I'm like, I'm just so glad y'all are here. Oh and then gosh. my other friends started crying. I'm like, this is very ghetto. <laughs> like, we need to just <laughs> tequila makes you do some strange things. Yeah, if I if I'm drinking tequila, it has to be with like a margarita. It can't be okay. anything like two liquor, which are like you know, the liquor and then the juice. Like, I can't do, mm-hmm. like, tequila and soda or tequila yeah. and pineapple. It has to be mixed because I cannot handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did recently drink some on New Year's Eve because I bought, I had a gag night in my house, and I was like, oh, nice. I'll just buy some Patron. I'll just oh, buy it. Oh, my gosh, girl. I'll just get it. Oof. And literally none of my friends drank it. <laughs> so now I have <laughs> they this know bottle. Better. Right. I think one person had some, and I was like, well, now it's open, and I feel yeah. like, I just need to get rid of it. Yeah. So I did drink some. Wow. But I was okay. <laughs> I didn't die. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to ask you a personal question. Absolutely. So you just had a baby not too yeah. long ago. Yeah. Can you talk to us about your baby? Sure. Okay. My little baby, Darren James. It's my husband and I's first baby. Mm-hmm. Um, love him. He just hit his nine month. I know I said eight hey. months beforehand. Yep, nine months. Party time. Yeah, so just, you know, that has been an adjustment. Yeah. Woo, yes. You know, that is the most beautiful, scary, you know, challenge of life mm-hmm. is knowing that you're in charge of someone else's literally. Right. Right. And then trying to balance it with being a full-time entrepreneur right. is really hard because your productivity goes from 90 to like two. Okay. You know, you look up and you have all these plans and they don't care about your plans. Right. It's like, I need this attention. I need yeah. this bottle. I'm not feeling good. So really learning to make the adjustment and trying to figure out what mm-hmm. works, which I'm still doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So one of the things too we were talking about before we uh, started recording is like, you can't do everything by yourself. Yes. And you have to ask for help. So yes. have you... has that moment of you having a baby, has that been the thing that's made you switch your mindset or did you kind of already know that before? Oh, no. I definitely thought that I would still be able to do most of it myself. Okay. So with my team, you know, outside of the bartending staff, we do have administrators. So we have assistants mm-hmm. and managers that handle a lot of the things. Mostly what I'm doing is just working to scale the business at this point. Okay. Um, but, you know, there were times where I needed to kind of be, you know, in the trenches at those yeah. events and Make sure that bartenders get there timely and setting up. Make sure the client's happy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. I've literally had him strapped to my chest before rolling up the events. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like doing a world tour. Like, okay, we have three events we're stopping at mm-hmm. today. Get ready, you know. But he's pretty good about it. He's not, you know, he's a very good baby. Okay. So usually when I have him, he's pretty quiet and he's chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and that makes it makes it good. Okay. Yeah. Your favorite thing about being a mom so far? It's just a lot of fun. Yeah. He's a, like I said, really good baby. A lot of fun, a lot of energy. And just seeing the development, you know, I think it's just so crazy to see how they mm-hmm. go from not being expressive or talking to, you know, trying to talk and laughing and playing and seeing what they like and don't like. And their personalities is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I just found out I'm going to be an auntie. Oh, congrats. Thanks. I'm very excited. But I know (laughs) my sister-in-law is like, (sighs) Like, what is like? It is so scary. I'm telling you, I was never one of those women growing up. 
um, who's just like, I can't wait to have right. kids. And mm-hmm. no, I was like, I'm like trying to live my best life Listen, out here in these streets. Me. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to travel. Yeah. And for a while, I was a traveling auntie mm-hmm. until, you know, boom, you're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, how did this happen? Right. What's, what's going on? <laughs> like, I'm a whole mom. This is yeah. so crazy. Yeah. I'm not in a rush at all. Yeah. Um, I admire those that do it I think y'all are amazing and I like I think as I've like gotten older and like just become more independent I'm like how did my mom have the energy to go to work come home cook and then help us with our homework whatever yes like I don't under I don't understand it because as soon as I get home I'm like listen (laughs) don't call me (laughs) do not ask me for anything I don't even want to cook for just me yeah I'm like her having to do that for a whole house of five people is ridiculous yeah yeah, y'all are superheroes. Thank but. you. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, just a few more questions because I know you got some things to do sure. today. Um, 2020 goals for you and your brand. So personally and professionally, like what are some things that you're looking forward to this year, things you want to do? Sure. So personally, I'm really looking to hone in on my personal brand, okay. which I'm still discovering what that is. Yeah. Um, but what I've found with working with sumptuous spirits is that people want to know who you are. Right. And I always want those people that wanted to just be in the background. Right. But you can't do that. No. You know, because <laughs> people are like, okay, who owns this business? Exactly. Okay, it's Lauren. So who's Lauren? What does mm-hmm. Lauren do? And, you know, even it to getting it together on social media, I'll never forget. I was not even on Instagram when mm-hmm. I had sumptuous spirits or started with sumptuous spirits. And, um, Brittany Brown, shout out to her. She's yeah. our publicist. Hey girl. Was like, uh, no, you need to get on Instagram and mm-hmm. you need to do some photo shoots. I'm like, oh, do I have to, yes. you know? Um, but realizing that people really want to know who you are. And I mm-hmm. think that getting out there has really actually improved business with Sumptuous Spirit. So really just honing in on my personal brand. Yeah. Um, my husband and I are starting a business and doing Yay. some things. And um, I'm actually opening up an event venue in Chicago. Okay. So, you know, doing a few projects on my own outside of the Sumptuous Spirits brand, just mm-hmm. really working to scale those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking to Instagram, I think I think Instagram is just the most powerful tool. Yes. Like, it is, I mean, you can use it for fun, yes. But, I mean, just looking at how people have literally made careers from literally. social media yes. is like, insane yes. to me but also kind of exciting but also like confusing because yeah because yeah, you're like somebody really can get paid for doing somebody just them being themselves yeah. yeah um and then but I'm always just thinking like okay what it like what's going to be the next thing after Instagram or will there be a next thing because right, I mean there's yeah. so many different platforms that pop up every day but like will that ever go away and then yeah. it's so like what do those people do that made their yeah. careers off Instagrams but I don't know. I love it because I feel like I can just use it to reach out to different people Mm -hmm. and like market myself and like let people know what it is that I'm doing and trying to accomplish. So I love when people are finally like, like the light bulb goes and they're like, okay, yes. Like I can utilize this to my advantage. Like I can like, like you said, scaling, like whether that's just like you using it as like a journal or like, you know, with boundaries. We yeah, don't need to absolutely. know everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think, it, like you said, it's a great business tool. Yeah. Because if you're trying to figure out what people are thinking or what should you do next, mm-hmm. you can literally just go make a poll and find mm-hmm. out what people think. Yeah. Um, without having to email people right. or, you know, make phone calls. You can literally find it out within 12 hours yeah. of making a post. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people just love to see what you're doing. That's right. one thing, again, I've discovered that people really like to see yeah. what Sumptuous Spirits is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just know about the business, but see what events we're at or right. who we're hosting 
hosting or what businesses we're partnering with. Yep. Um, so Instagram has been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you the person running the social or do you have somebody else to do I it? I have somebody else okay. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> because I am not that girl. Listen, no, it's helpful too. And then when you realize that, you're like, hey, I need to outsource. You know, it, and it's fine. I think, you know, when you know your skill sets, that mm-hmm. what makes you a good business person, entrepreneur, because you know what you're good at and then yep. what you need to outsource. Yeah. And then after a while, especially when you have so much going on, like that is probably the last thing that you think about. Yeah. You're like, okay, let me do X, Y, and Z. And then like, oh yeah, I forgot to post. Yeah. And it's like, okay. <laughs> like, oh post. my gosh, it's been two weeks. Like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then that can definitely take a toll. Like people yeah. are like, oh, I forgot about you. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? Hmm. Mm-hmm. What does it mean for me to be a damsel? So give me, so give me, I guess, what are your... Elaborate a little bit. Yes. So some people have said things like it just means that they are like bosses just making it happen. Some people said it means support, Mm -hmm. like supporting other women. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, I think it just encompasses like my everyday, like Mm -hmm. just who I am today and like going through my day to days as a Detroit woman. And Mm -hmm. like, I feel like like we talked about earlier, like the hustle that we have is just, you really don't see that anywhere else. Yeah. And that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, Detroit girls make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't, like I said, we don't need a ton. It's like, you know, we do what we have to do because we have to do it. Yeah. And um, I feel like Detroit women work so hard. We hustle hard. Um, So just being a woman about your business. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yes. Um, so we talked, you have a busy day today. Can you tell us just so people can get an idea of what a typical day with sumptuous spirits is like for you? Like you have three things you have to do today. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So today we have, um, and, th- and we're actually in our slower season, which I'm not complaining about. Mm-hmm. You know, I love all the business, but woof, December yeah. was crazy. Okay. <laughs> holiday parties. Yes. Holiday parties, networking events has mm-hmm. been crazy. We had 37 total. Oh, wow. Yes. In December? In December. Lauren. Yes, <laughs> which is a blessing. I'm yes. not complaining, but I'm exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> so just to have three events on a Saturday is great. So mm-hmm. um, we have someone, we were doing their 30th birthday party. Okay. Um, one of our corporate uh, contracted um, people, Moose Jaw, we're mm-hmm. in doing one of their events today. They're doing a filming up at Ann Arbor, so we're doing that. Okay. Um, and then we're doing a women's brunch today at Perique, so... And then how many of those do you need to be at? Do you need to hit up? Do you have to like go and show your face at all three just to like check and be like, okay, we're good. We're good. All right. Bye. Or do you (laughs) just like text your team and be like, have a good time. <laughs> Y'all got A this. little bit of both. So okay. today I'll be stopping by a few just because it's New Year. Everybody's g- kicking back in gear, just making sure everyone's on their P's and Q's. Mm-hmm. Um, so I only have to stop by two today. Okay. Yeah. So okay. not bad. Not bad. Okay, good. Are you bringing baby with you? I am. Okay. <laughs> he is a trooper. He is an entrepreneur. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling you, he's going to be working before he knows he's working. Look, and that's fine. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't want to keep you too long because I know you got places to be but thank you so much for thank coming. you for having me i appreciate it. this was fun yes thank you we'll have to like have lunch or something Absolutely. And I w- or brunch and i won't order um moscato or riesling so <laughs> i will judge you <laughs> <laughs> as always you guys thanks for listening and i want you to remember that detroit girls do it better and we'll be back not next week because i have a very big work of it but the week after so see ya bye